0: welcome back to the b gal podcast i'm your host brian gallier and on today's episode i'm going to break down the giants 2020 nfl draft give you my breakdown and opinions of all the picks that they made and all the moves they made during the nfl draft so let's get into it so at number four overall the giants went with i think a smart move they drafted Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle out of Georgia. Now, I think this was a solid pick. Just because the Giants' offensive line has been a disaster for the past, I don't know, nine years. Really, really, since they won the Super Bowl in 2011. Uh, A lot of those, like uh, David Deal, Sean O'Hara, and a lot of those guys uh, retired. So, the Giants have been, you know rebuilding their line for some time but they haven't been doing it really during the draft uh you know they drafted eric flowers and i want to say 2013 2012 somewhere around there but you know obviously he did not pan out the way we want actually i think it was 2015 2015 sorry about that But I don't think he panned out the way the Giants did, thought he was going to, and Jerry Reese thought he was going to. So they've been trying to build their line up for some time. You know, Andrew Thomas, big guy, solid frame, long arms, could play both left and right tackle. Started over 40 games in the SEC. Now, that is probably, arguably, one of the best um, conferences in in college football. So, I like the pick. I, I do. Uh, you know, it's going to be crazy to see what happens with Isaiah Simmons. I really, really wanted him, but I think Gettleman did the right decision. Get a good pass protector for Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones, and then they'll give you know Barkley some uh, running lanes. The guy had over a thousand yards with the crappy line the last couple years. So. Hopefully we could get uh, Saquon going a little bit. Now in the second round at pick number thirty-six, this was the absolute steal of the draft in my opinion, and I'm not even being you know biased towards the Giants. The Giants got Xavier McKinney, a safety out of out of Alabama. I had him as a first-round talent. I have no idea how he slid to the second round, but this Giants fan who's seen the the, the secondary struggle over the last couple years i am not complaining one bit you know the knock on him i think this is why he fell was his 40 time wasn't great but the guy has a lot of range in the back end of the defense he's a true ball hawk he's a willing tackler and i i couldn't be more ecstatic about this pick i, I love this pick i think he's going to be really good and uh, it gives Jabril Peppers a, a partner in crime back there. Now, the corners really need to step up. The corners are very young in the secondary, so they really need to step up. But I think this is a good pick and a, and, uh, a good pick in the right direction by uh, Dave Gettleman. So, at number 99, end of the third round, uh, the Giants got Matt Perth, offensive tackle, UConn. I like this for a couple of reasons. Uh, Gettleman's trying to, you know, build up the line. He's trying to improve the line, which I like. He finally is starting to do that. The first thing he said when he came in as the New Giants uh, general manager uh, two years ago said, I want to build this offensive line. And I thought he's been doing a really shitty job of that. But in this draft, he's really, you know, doubling down, banging the table and saying, I'm going to fix this line and... He's doing that. So, you know, Perth is a uh, developmental tackle. He's not going to have to play right away, which I think is a huge benefit because he can learn the NFL game. He's very raw. He had the longest arms at the NFL combine uh, and even the whole draft. So, um, you know, there's a lot of potential there. Uh, hopefully, he won't have to play right away. That means, you know, Andrew Thomas and Nate Solder are holding up pretty well. And there's no, you know, major injuries on the line this year. So I, I'm excited. I think he could be a solid tackle. He's about six seven. Very athletic. So and that's what you really need out of lineman. You need them to be able to move. You need to have, you know, long arms, things of that nature. So I, I like I like the pick. I, I I think they probably could have got him in the fourth, but I'm a fan of the pick overall. Okay, now in the fourth round at 1 over 10, uh, 1 over 10, 110 overall, uh, Darnay Holmes, cornerback from U- uh, UCLA, Jesus Christ. Uh, this could be a steal. Uh, he's a willing tackler. Uh, he's very aggressive on his pursuit to the ball. He's very smooth coming in and out of his cuts. Uh, those were some of the, the pros that he has on him. Uh, I really like the pick, though. It, it really wakes up DeAndre Baker, in my opinion. Now, I don't know if Holmes will play outside. I think he's more of a smaller guy. I think he's only 5'10", maybe a little bit smaller than that. But what this does is this brings in more competition for DeAndre Baker, and which I love because he hasn't been really doing... He's not playing up to his, his potential, which is a huge... Disadvantage for a guy who was a first-round pick, and the Giants are really counting on him to really step up. So uh, I really like the pick there, and uh, hopefully he could come in and you know fight Grant Haley for some some playing time right away. At number uh, at uh, 150 overall, the Giants selected Shane Lemieux, offensive guard, Oregon. Um, you know this was a little bit of a weird pick for me. Um, the Giants have two really good offensive guards. They have Will Hernandez, who they drafted two years ago, along with Saquon Barkley. And then they just traded for Kevin Zeitler uh, last offseason. Now, I know Zeitler's in his 30s, but I think his he still has you know a few solid years of football left. Uh, the thing about Shane Lemieux, they're trying to cross-train him. They're trying to let him learn the guard position and the center position but from my understanding he's never played center before so that's kind of a weird thing for me to wrap my head around especially when you're moving to you know the grandest stage of football in the NFL i don't understand why you would draft a guy you know that doesn't even that you're trying to cross train him to play two positions i think he's i think it's just going to be very confusing for him I, I look at a guy like Julian Love now when he came out last year, he was a great corner at Notre Dame. I remember watching the Nat, the uh, final four against Clemson. Notre Dame was in that game until he got hurt. Once he got hurt, then the floodgates really opened up for Clemson. So, But they were trying to cross-train him at corner and safety, and then they just moved him to safety. So I, I'm not really sure. I don't know what's going to happen to Julian Love right now. But you know, I'm not I'm not sure about this. Shane Lemieux. I think Shane Lemieux is a good player. He played on one of the best offensive lines in the country in Oregon. Uh, his feet need to improve. Uh, I guess he doesn't have the best feet, from what I'm hearing. But I just think that the Giants probably should have went in a different direction. And this, it's just I I get it. They're trying to improve the offensive line. But you're basically just getting a backup. This guy is not going to help the team at all this year unless he can magically play center. But I don't see that happening. Um, at the end of the f- sixth round, at 183 overall, the Giants drafted Cam Brown, linebacker out of Penn State. Uh, you know, I like it. I think he brings a lot of vers- uh, versatility. He's a pretty good athlete. Uh good run stopper. So yeah, and he has some um some experience playing special teams. Uh and then Sean Spencer, the defensive line coach is also there. So, you know, this was a a very, you know, um, easy selection or right? I could see it this coming a little bit. I knew get was probably gonna take, you know, guys that the coaching staff has familiarity with. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just another guy to bring in the linebacking core. I mean, it can't hurt. The Giants linebackers were pretty bad over the last couple seasons, so it's it's a pretty solid pick. But we'll see how much Cam Brown can contribute to this year's team. At 218th overall, the Giants drafted Carter Coughlin, linebacker out of Minnesota. So I was talking to one of my good friends Uh, that played Division I football at Rutgers, my boy Zach Vineski. Shout out to him. He told me this might be one of the biggest steals of the draft. And, you know, he played against Carter Coughlin. He said he's a really good rusher. He's got a motor like you've never seen before. The guy just keeps coming, 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 and coming. And he's got a plethora of pass rushing moves, which I think is a good thing because the Giants don't really have a strong pass rush. So that's, you know, something to look out for. You know, coming in as a sixth round pick, you don't really know what to expect. So I think that, or actually seventh round pick, my fault. But, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of role he could carve out with the Giants because they just signed a bunch of linebackers this offseason along with the guys who they've drafted and signed in the offseason. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Carter Coughlin. At number 238th overall, the Giants drafted T.J. Brunson, another linebacker from South Carolina. Solid athlete, uh, good blitzer, but he's more of a smaller guy. So, you know, like I said about Carter Coffin, same thing about Cam Brown. It's going to be interesting to see what kind of roles these guys, you know, could carve out. Even, you never know, they might not even make the team. So, we'll have to see. Maybe they could carve out a role on the special teams and things of that nature. So, uh, I guess it was a pretty solid pick. I mean, I don't really expect much from a six-round pick, to be honest. Obviously, they're... You know, are times where you know six round picks could be you know Hall of Famers. I, I get that, but I, I don't see that here. At uh, at pick two forty seven, the Giants drafted Chris Williamson line. Or I'm sorry, <laughs> I thought it was another linebacker, cornerback from Minnesota. Uh, he's got a good size. He's a bigger corner. Uh, he's a willing tackler. Plays. He reads the the offensive plays really well. He he has a knack for sniffing out screens and, and short routes, and uh, he's long and lanky, which I like. But he's got to put on some weight. He's very very he's more of a slender kind of guy, but uh, yeah, I mean, the, I, hopefully he could come in and you know g- give the Giants some uh, some competition. Like I said, and maybe carve out one of these rules at the cornerback position. And then Mister Irrelevant at 255 the giants took Tay Crowder another linebacker out of Georgia. Uh he's a good run stopper and uh he plays the short zones well. Um he's more of a rusher, doesn't really uh you know, play passing down, so he'll probably come in in packages if you know, obviously he makes the team. But uh yeah, so that's the giants draft. Um you know, I thought they did a pretty good job um, overall. I think they could have did some things better. But I'm actually going to go back to one of the things that I did before the draft started. I had five goals for the Giants. And if you don't remember, I will read them to you. So the first goal I had for the Giants was they had to find an identity. Okay. The Giants, every every good team has an identity. The Chiefs, they're going to pass, 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 and then get their running backs involved in the passing game and pass all over you. That's what the Chiefs do. You know, a great team. They had a great team this year. They won the Super Bowl. Even with the Giants, when they won those two Super Bowls, they were, you know, they're going to pound the rock, pass when they need to with a young quarterback like Eli Manning and then play great defense. I think the Giants found their identity. I think they want to run the ball. And Joe Judge has said that in uh, previous press conferences. He wants to run the ball effectively, set up the play action, make uh, Daniel Jones's job a lot easier. And, uh, and that, I think that's what they're going to go for. And I, I actually think they accomplished that goal by fortifying the offensive line. They said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to play solid defense. We're going to run the ball, choose some time, And be effective on offense. So I think they found their identity. I think they know what they're all about. So my second goal was improve the defense. Um, Besides Xavier and McKinney, really, I don't see anybody really carving out a a huge role on on the defensive side. Maybe Darnay Holmes could come in and play some snaps here and there. Maybe compete for that nickel or dime corner. But... Honestly, they didn't really do as much as I thought they should have in the draft, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I don't think they can't. They didn't come out of here with a pass rusher. I know there's some talks about them trying to get Marcus Golden back. They tendered him. Uh, They have until July 22nd to get him under contract. If he doesn't, or uh, rather, if he doesn't sign with another team by July 22nd, he gets to play for the Giants' price, which I don't really see happening, because Marcus Golden was a very effective player, somebody's going to sign him. So I I don't know what they were thinking on that side of the ball. Maybe I know this this draft wasn't you know full of edge rushers. And that was a weaker position in this class, but that's where I would have liked to maybe get them and try to move up. I know it's hard. It was a virtual draft and things like that. It's a little bit different, but. I was hoping maybe they would make some moves for a So I don't think they really got too much better on defense. Obviously, Xavier McKinney is an absolute stud, but he's not going to improve the defense by himself. But uh, now the third goal that the Giants, I thought, that they accomplished was fortifying the offensive line, and which will improve the offense. Now, Giants went, you know, offensive lineman heavy, during this draft, which I like, I don't get me wrong. I do like that. Um, you know, they'll give you, you'll give, you'll get the most out of Saquon Barkley and you'll get Daniel Jones protected. Maybe he'll clean up some of those fumbling issues that he had last year. So I I like, I like the, I like the picks. Um, I wish that maybe they could have got another receiver. Um, you know, Depends how these guys develop. Like a Darius Slayton, you know, Golden Tate's getting up there in age. Can Sterling Shepherd stay healthy? Is Evan Ingram going to have a a role in this offense? Things of that nature. So, yeah, I think they did uh, fortify the offensive line. They got one sure starter and maybe two start, maybe two key guys that could come in and start in the next couple of years. It's going to be interesting to see, but I do think that they accomplished that goal. And then finally, uh, find depth in the secondary. Uh, They drafted two corners, uh, one in the fourth round and one in the seventh round. Uh, Darnay Holmes, as I mentioned before, and Chris Williamson. So it's going to be interesting to see how they could carve in a role. And then they obviously got Xavier McKinney, which I just mentioned. So I think that they definitely found some depth in the secondary. And uh, I think that their secondary should be improved for next year. But the only thing that makes me a little weary is not having that great pass rush. Now, corner, the thing that got Janoris Jenkins out of town, he made a lot of controversial comments about, you know, hey, I can't I can't cover for 10 seconds. That's on the pass rush. The pass rush needs to get to the quarterback. So, those guys aren't hanging out the dry and trying to cover for 10 seconds cuz it's not going to work, especially in the NFL. It's not going to work. You know, so I think I, I think they accomplished you know some goals, especially that I had for the Giants during this draft. Uh, some things that I liked, like I just said before, I thought they fixed the offensive line uh, for the most part. Uh, they they got you know key guys to protect Daniel Jones and give lanes to Saquon Barkley. I mean, I think we need more out of Saquon Barkley. We need to utilize his talent as much as possible. You know, you take a guy like that second overall. And we need him to be a stud for us. We need him to be a huge part of this offense, which obviously he can be, but he's got to have the right pieces around him for him to be, you know, as effective as he should be. And then the best thing I loved, and I mentioned, this, I touched on this a little bit before, they got a, lot, they got some competition for DeAndre Baker. Okay, uh, we, the Giants need him to play well. There's no sugarcoating it. He didn't play well last year. And now people are going to be like, "Oh, well he played at the, you know, well at the end of last year." But it was the way he got off to, he didn't he didn't come in ready to go right off the start. And that's an issue. That's a very, very big issue for a young team, which the Giants are really a, a young team. So, they need to develop and keep getting better, and DeAndre Baker is a key component of this defense. They, you know, when you take a guy in the first round, you you want him to be effective. You want him to compete. You want him to you know play well. And DeAndre Baker just did not play well last year. So they really really need him to step up, along with these younger guys um, that they've drafted the last couple of years, like a Dalvin Tomlinson, Leonard Williams, who they traded for, things of that nature. So it's going to be interesting. But those are a couple of things that I liked that the Giants did in the draft couple things i didn't like in the draft like i mentioned before they didn't try to go get a pass rusher uh, i thought they uh missed out on some guys that they could have got in later rounds that they chose like i didn't think they needed five the draft four, three or four linebackers i know you're like okay well they're a seventh round pick but you just never know some of these guys could come in as late round picks and be absolute stud look at a guy like philip lindsey Phil Lindsey was undrafted. He's one of the the better running backs in the NFL. I know that the Broncos just signed Melvin Gordon. But still, I think it just goes to show that when a guy has talent and you utilize the talent, they can help the team win. So I thought they should have went after a pass rusher. I would have liked them to try to get another receiver. I mean, the the Giants had 10 picks, and they didn't pick a receiver. In a very, this is probably one of the best receiving classes, quote unquote, in the last 25 years. Adam Schefter reported that on day two of the draft. So I mean, I wish they could have probably try to get somebody, but I mean, I understand they're trying to, you know, fix the offensive line, try to get some uh, competition, maybe look for, you know, some special teams players. But I, I wish they try to get another receiver. Maybe they were guys that they didn't like or guys that they had on their board that already were gone, whatever the case would be. And then I think a thing that killed them, the Giants, in this draft was just not having that first third uh, uh, third-round pick that they traded for Leonard Williams. I thought it was a killer. They could have tried to get a guy, uh, a center like Lloyd Cushenberry. They could have got a receiver like Brian Edwards. Somewhere in that third round where these guys were going, and they just didn't have they had a weight from they had a huge gap from 36 all the way to 99. And a lot of good players were going off the board. And I know the Giants actually had a trade in place in the second round to move back, but the only the only stipulation about making not making the trade was if Xavier McKinney was on the board, they weren't going to make that deal. And I mean, I don't fault Gettleman for that, but I wish he tried to be more aggressive with these day three picks and try to move up, you know, get an extra fourth round pick, trade some of those picks in the later, later in the day, just to move up a couple of spots. Maybe you could get a, a better player, but you know, he didn't do that. And, you know, we'll, we'll have to see how that plays out. So, uh, yeah, my final grade for the Giants, uh, 2020 NFL draft I gave it a solid B. Uh, I really liked, uh, I really liked the Xavier McKinney pick. Uh, Andrew Thomas uh, is going to be interesting to see. Um, you know, on a, the offensive tackle group was a very deep group in the first round this year. There are a lot of guys that were worthy of a top ten selection, and uh, you know, on a lot of different draft boards, you know, I, Andrew Thomas was you know third or fourth. On some draft boards, some some of them are using the top two. So it's going to be really interesting to see how, you know, Akai Becton, Jedrick Wills, and uh, Tristan Warfs develop over the next couple years. Uh, Do the Giants make the right decision? We got to see. We got to, you know, play it out and see. But, you know, I I do like the pick. Uh, You know, I think Shane Lemieux could be a steal, but I just don't know what type of role he's going to play. Uh, Darnay Holmes, I, I I like in the fourth round, and uh, it's gonna be interesting what kind of uh, role Carter Coughlin could come out and uh, participate in this upcoming season and see what kind of role he can carve out to you know keep developing this young linebacking corp and improve the defense. So that's all I got for you guys for today. Uh, it's a pretty short show. Just talking about the Giants draft and, uh, you know, hopefully they could get uh, their virtual workouts in and <laughs> things of that nature. But it's going to be a really interesting year. I don't really expect this team to be very good again. It's more of a rebuilding uh, year again. So it's going to be interesting. But I hope hopefully the Giants could continue to make strives and, uh, you know, they could shock some people, man. They, they they could get, as long as they, the thing with the Giants too. they have a young quarterback who's under that rookie deal, so they should start trying to go get some guys to improve this team so they could try to make a Super Bowl run. I'm not saying they're going to make a Super Bowl run this year and maybe not even next year, but when Daniel Jones' fourth and fifth year rolls around, they have to be in a position to win before you have to pay Daniel Jones if he pans out. I'm a believer in Daniel Jones. I think he's going to pan out, but you just don't know in the NFL, but that's all I got for you guys today. Um, it was a good show. Uh, I'm excited to see what the giants draft, uh, how it plays out. And, uh, I can't wait for football to begin. If we have a season, I'm praying that we do. I miss sports, but, uh, I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace out.